0: Quack, quack. <laughs>
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Owls and Scrambled Eggs, the Fraser Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 924, Moons Over Seattle.
0: I came up with a funny name for this episode mm-hmm. and then managed to forget it <laughs> before we started the mm-hmm. episode, yeah, it'll happen. because um, we were talking for twenty minutes. Um, it's bad, bad moons of rising over Seattle. <laughs> that's not what it was, but that's what is <laughs> happening in the opening.
1: Hmm. Oh, here. there's a moon.
0: There's a moon.
1: Okay, that's interesting. Cause you remember? Yep. Like two episodes. Yep, ago. Yep, we're not
0: even going to talk about no, it.
1: No, we should talk about it. Yeah, I yeah. Said, I said like two episodes ago. That should be the thing two episodes from now. Yep. Yep. And it is.
0: Oh, I now I remember what my pun is. This episode should be called yogurt. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like it, but wow. Yeah. That's what, the thing is, you have I have been making a lot of puns and other wordplay jokes recently, and you've been giving me a hard time about it. And now you just call this yogurt, which. Amazing. I'm just saying, wow.
0: And I really think they missed an opportunity to say that in this episode. Mm-hmm. So 21 minutes and 42 seconds. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who is that writer?
1: Uh, the writer is Bob Daly. Mm-hmm. Who he wrote The Dog That Rocks the Cradle, Wine Club, Sliding Frazier's, and most recently Junior Agent. And that's the one with um where B.B. isn't Frazier's agent anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, I realize, like, we had, like, this kind of big triumphant moment for his new agent who mm. was going to be like, let me do all the things I'm going to do. be good for your thing.
0: It would have been helpful, like, when they were in Tacoma.
1: Uh, Spokane. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, that feels like something she did and yet wasn't involved in the episode. And it's like, I... There's been no development from that since then, wow,
0: shocking, but uh, I think it's just like how succumbs are written at that time,
1: yeah, it because just now
0: there's way more references to things like you know I'm watching brooklyn nine nine but if you it, it's like if you watch community, they reference things that happened previously, right all the time, and yeah. there's a lot of like self referential jokes
1: right. Like, if a character gets set up in an episode of Community or Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something like that, that has a plan for the future, mm. they're going to come up in the next few episodes to do a new thing.
0: Like, yeah, because there's, like, ca- that character, the Vulture, and, yeah. like, keeps... Who,
1: who keeps I believe
0: backwards. that's, like, the bad agent guy from, like, that commercial. Like, that commercial... He's Mayhem. Yeah! Yeah,
1: yeah. He's also in... Thirty Rock. He has a fair like a he's oh, like a okay. prominent secondary kind of character okay. in Thirty Rock. Um, I think
0: he's kind of attractive. Uh-huh. I don't know why.
1: I like that actor a lot, actually. I don't
0: know what it is, but it's just like he has a nice face. Mm-hmm. Maybe because he's mayhem. <laughs> it's a bad boy. <laughs>
1: it sure is. It sure is. Um that's
0: not that's not why that's also not a thing.
1: What, people, people being like the boys? whole
0: like bad boy, blah blah.
1: Let's say, I think it's one of those things where, like, nobody says nobody actually thinks they're into bad boys, but, like, they keep finding themselves attracted to people who kind of are.
0: No, I think it's a deeper meaning sure. to that. I think it's people tend to be attracted to people that are not interested in them. Uh-huh. And um, I think there's, like, way more to that trope and yeah. i'm sure tons written about it and we're not getting into it because yeah. it's not relevant it's not relevant though we do have a classic bad boy in this episode we do, we do. it's harry moon it
1: sure is still not the start of a limerick
0: um so here we are at 1 p.m manchester time mm-hmm. man- manchester man i don't know why i said manchester really weird i sounded in a weird accent <laughs> i don't know
1: you could just say it again and i'll
0: nope nope okay. It's everything, keep everything in.
1: Yeah, okay, um, I'll definitely keep everything in. No
0: retakes. In. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so Niles is there. I love the thing of like, it's just so smoky mm-hmm. in there that he's like, has trouble, like he keeps like covering his nose when he walks in. Yep. Like,
1: I may have some interesting insight on that later in the episode, actually.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. really?
1: Yeah, really.
0: So... <laughs> We hear that, like, Niles has been kicked out by, like, Daphne's dad six times, Mm -hmm. but he's back. Yep. He's back again today, and he's going to buy everyone a round of drinks. Yep. And holy heck, Mm -hmm. Harry just drinks his pint in, like, 30 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: the thing is, uh, so, the thing I find interesting about this is he goes up to the bar, when when Niles says, like, you've got, like, one pint to convince me, essentially, and- he goes up and he orders his usual. This mm-hmm. is not what he was drinking yesterday. Like, last night...
0: He wasn't drinking his usual yesterday.
1: Apparently, because last night he definitely had, like, a a glass with a dark, what appeared to be a Guinness in it, in a bottle of Guinness. There was a bottle of Guinness, a dark liquid in front of him that said Guinness on the glass. It was Granted, just the a can, I know the glass can say anything. Like, the glass isn't usually connected, but there was... It was definitely, like... Seemed like he was drinking a Guinness in this. This is not that. This is like yellow. Because
0: it's pee.
1: <laughs> yes, it's, it's definitely pee. I'm just saying wasn't as usual. Wasn't the usual yesterday, I guess. So
0: we're all allowed to change and try different beers. I
1: think this is also just that thing of you don't say beer brands out loud in your primetime sitcom. You're just like, I, I want a, a beer. I want the usual.
0: Beer brand beer. Mm-hmm. We have this whole thing of like we find like they were they're married for 40 years mm-hmm. and then he randomly goes up to some woman. Like I like that he's like it's time for me to go to work and he goes and hits on this woman mm-hmm. and then like gets punched. Uh-huh. And then he gets paid for it. Right. And then we find out like his job is to look like make men look good in front of their dates. Yeah. And This is weird.
1: Okay, I have to ask. At any point in our relationship, if some guy came and hit on you and I just like punched him really hard- That
0: would make me not like you. Yeah. What I think would be- I mean, unless that person was like touching me or something, in which case like if you pushed him away or something, that would be different. Right. But if you said like don't talk to her that way or Mm -hmm. like you basically- took my hand and like we left
1: right right
0: that would be fine but yeah i don't really think punching people like that's just an a violent escalation yeah that could
1: that could turn real bad for everybody involved i mean we
0: know that's a setup right
1: right but she doesn't know that
0: yeah i don't know that's not something that i think for some people probably would impress them Mm -hmm. it wouldn't for me right right um but, by the way, yeah, I, I do think that's uh, strange.
1: Yeah, I do think, and again, maybe this is fair. I feel like there's some commentary being made by the fact that it's one fifty-seven in the afternoon and this pub is just still full of people that, like, are drinking fairly heavily. Like, I, I feel like some jokey commentary is being made by the writers here.
0: I don't know. I think if you go to a bar here on, at one fifty-seven on a weekend... I guess maybe on a weekend, but they don't
1: specify it's a weekend. They just, which makes it seem like it's just.
0: It's great to go to a bar at like two in the afternoon, not on a weekend. Yeah, because I mean, there some people are in there, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like mostly empty, Mm -hmm. and it's like really relaxing, and you can just like eat and like have a drink, and like it's just not, it's just nice. Yeah, I mean, like I've
1: had like long. Lunches in restaurant type bars in downtown Boston where it's like you mean people pubs no, I mean, they're not they don't refer to themselves as pubs, okay, they're, there's plenty
0: of pubs in downtown Boston right.
1: but they're places where but kind of because there are places where you might just be going there for a drink at the bar and you might be going there for food, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like that but and yeah, there's like nobody there, so I feel like there's some sort of commentary or you know here that.
0: So we have this whole thing, how he wins Harry over uh, is he offers to, like, fl- like Daphne misses you, mm-hmm. so he cares a lot for Daphne, wants right. to see Daphne, can't afford to see Daphne, but of course Niles is going to pay for it. And, yeah. like, Harry does that thing of, you you can't possibly buy me a first class ticket to the thing. And I would be like, yes, <laughs> I can't. Right.
1: right. Except you totally can. Yeah. I uh, guess.
0: Some with Maris anymore. Where is this money coming from? I,
1: he's a very prominent psychiatrist.
0: I guess from his. I don't know. I guess the thing is,
1: like, I think he's when you reach a point where, like, you're getting published in like the top journals and stuff, and you you know, and also you're America's in
0: a, next top journal.
1: Yeah, uh, but you're also part of a a particular part of society, like, he's got connections that means, like, the patients that go to him are the ones that can pay higher prices, probably. Okay. Uh, So, that's probably why he can
0: do this. Okay. Now we're in Mm Novosa. All Alright. So, this is the whole reason why I like this episode. Uh Uh-huh. So, Rosam Fraser.
1: Yeah, this whole thing is great. I will say Um... this whole thing is great.
0: But I, I love how Roz is still really sad about Roger. Mm-hmm. She's there because Roger is at her place right. to pick up things. And she's afraid if she's there that there might be some smooch times. Yeah.
1: Because she smooch. correctly refers to him as being irresistible.
0: Smooch plus.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Though weird that that might happen as there's no fireworks.
0: It must have been Spark. They meant Spark. Right? Writers <laughs> I guess, know what fireworks a, like, are. I don't know. Well, he's picking up his things. Irresistible.
1: Yeah. Because he's the greatest lover she's ever known.
0: But I love that she's very, like, aware of saying this in front of Frazier who she just slept with. Yeah. So then she feels bad, and she fills out this little... She gets so playful. Mm -hmm. She feels out the little Caffrey Novosa comment card. Uh
1: Uh-huh. I will say, like, there are a couple of moments in this, because of these comment cards, that seem like her her demeanor seemed flirty in a way that you would be with somebody who you intend to sleep with again or want to. Well,
0: she just recommends him to friends and family.
1: Sure, but like the, she's given him some looks that feel very flirty. I think and...
0: because Roz is flirty. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I and just... I
0: think in this, she's being playful and flirty in this moment.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: To sort of, it's for Fraser's ego.
1: Sure, but yes.
0: And I also think, One, the chemistry between Roger and Roz, which we all question why they broke up.
1: Yeah. We know it was incredible.
0: It's... That probably plays a lot into, like, why they were so great together. Why she thinks he's such a good lover. is probably because of the chemistry that was there between them. Because that is very... Like, that's part of it. Like, Mm -hmm. Roz and Fraser are just friends. And it's just different you know like she was in love with roger and like she had like her emotions for fraser are different right Right. like it's not it's not like passionate Mm -hmm. like it would have been with roger Mm -hmm. which is not to say like she cares for fraser Mm -hmm. and like so there's intimacy and vulnerability Mm -hmm. there that that's probably was you know, part of like a good experience. Sure. For yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. Yep. But it, it it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's just would be a different experience, I think.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And,
0: but I I love this whole like comment card thing mm-hmm. that they but I also love that Fraser doesn't need to fill out the card for for her mm-hmm. <laughs> because she she he screamed outstanding. Yeah.
1: And I love her, like, impression of him mm-hmm. screaming, outstanding. It's just like, oh, this is so good. It's so, it's really.
0: I think that's, like, terrifying, honestly. That that <laughs> yeah. thinking about that situation oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you wouldn't laugh. Like, yeah.
1: I will say, okay, here's the thing. If that actually happened, we later learn that, like, there's some thin walls in Fraser's apartment.
0: Well, no, we've learned that Martin's TV is incredibly loud. I'm
1: saying she said he screamed outstanding. We know Fraser can be pretty loud. I'm just imagining like, uh, did Martin? What was Martin hearing?
0: He was asleep.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Uh. But also, like, I, I just want to say I really, really enjoyed. Like spe- I want to get into some specifics okay. on these comment cards okay, because let's do it. I really liked how they used language that was is normally on comment, comment cards. cards. In this yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Let's um, talk about it. Because he's like uh high marks for courtesy and neatness of appearance, mm-hmm. which again in this context I just think is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um and you were served in a prompt and timely manner, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think is also really funny. Like just both of those lines in there in that context, I think, are really like that's some top notch, like word, like wordplay there mm. with that. I, I just wanted to call attention to that because I really, really, um, well, that. like, well, like I
0: said, like, she's not planning a return visit, right? Right,
1: but, that but that's she because would... that's what they decided, like, yeah, like... and
0: that she would recommend him to friends and family, mm-hmm. which yeah, is it, hilarious. It is,
1: it is hilarious.
0: Um, so I literally just
1: wrote, "I love this entire sequence." Basically. I know it's like,
0: it's so good. Like,
1: there isn't a lot to say specific about the specifics, but I do. I just want to call it out because it's just like all really, really good. Yeah,
0: it's a very memorable mm-hmm. scene. So, um, now we're back at Fraser's place. Harry's there, um, with Niles and Fraser, and I think they're like kind of. I think like. Harry's sort of starting the question of like this is a good idea or not. Mm-hmm. Right. And like everyone's sort of questioning that maybe. Like how are they gonna do this?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because like, yeah, like basically he's just yeah, he's not sure about it. He, like mm-hmm. because I like, think again, still the primary thing is him wanting to see Daphne. Like, yeah, Daphne it's is not an important it's thing. not
0: to like reconcile with his wife, which he doesn't really seem to want to do. Right. I do like when Martin comes home and he talks about how he finally like busted this person at work that's been like signing his name like seymour butts <laughs> but his actual name is seymour butts yeah essentially yeah, yep. and Ugh. and then he's on probation yeah it's and it, so good it's really funny yeah. um and then so we have this like awkward thing where niles is like Ugh, i don't like this part. oh we also have the thing with like harry martin where harry is taken the snow globe yeah and thinks that like Martin's a cop, which I, I mean,
1: mean, he was. Yeah, and, he was dressed-
0: and that he, you know, it was just really funny this whole scene. But I think it could have been like way, it could have been played out even more. I think.
1: Yeah, you know what I realized because of this and the th- the line about um, there there's the line of like, bring a man a beer, he drinks for five minutes. Mm. Teach him where the beer is, he drinks all day. I realized like. Harry is basically Simon, Simon, but acted out in a way that's kind of charming
0: Oh yeah, and yeah. fun to watch. Yeah.
1: And I don't know how much of that is hurt by the fact that the actor that plays Simon is faking this accent badly. And how much of it is just that, like, the way that it's written. Because it's like S- Simon is... It's almost like Simon is the sincere version of Harry, Mm -hmm. like the stuff he's doing kind of jokingly Mm -hmm. that he recognizes is like, this is just my thing. And it's kind of jokey, but it's Mm -hmm. also who I am. Simon just adopted as like, is it just his fully sincere personality without thinking about how it, it affects other people? Mm. You know, I'm
0: like, I, I, I'm I'm confused. Who, OK, are you saying like Harry is sincere and then Simon isn't or Simon no, no, is? No.
1: I'm saying Simon is.
0: How like, is Harry not sincere, though?
1: I think Harry is like I know like I, I do like and do these things, but also I recognize that, you know, what I'm doing kind of a thing where it's like Simon just thinks this is a normal way to act Harry uh, knows the effect he's having. I think sincere
0: isn't the right word you want or
1: I guess self aware Harry is self aware in a way that Simon isn't
0: okay, yeah, I can see that. I agree that Simon takes after Harry for sure, yeah, and that Harry's better. He's just more charming. Yeah, it but is. I,
1: I also think it's to do with the acting. Like,
0: okay, yeah, I I agree with that. But I think that's a really like funny kind of scene that happens. Yeah. And then we have I don't really like when Niles is telling Martin to be like interested yeah. in Gertrude. So like
1: to like make him jealous. Yeah, essentially. which is
0: because it's that whole thing of like in relationships that people that you're supposed to be jealous it's like that's almost like a part an inherent part of relationships and i think that is jealousy is incredibly destructive yeah not not just feeling jealousy it's a thing right like and it's rooted in a lot of things but it's also like coded in our society as like part of a monogamous relationship and i and i'm just like no no yeah because like you know because you always have those like levels of what's appropriate what is cheating essentially
2: right right and
0: it, and it's just like it's very silly that people are like well you're not jealous so you don't love me yeah when it's all kinds of people feel jealousy in different ways and mm-hmm. i don't think one i don't think jealousy is showing someone that they love you
1: right it's um, more of a sense of like uh, they feel ownership
0: yeah or like vo- like vulnerability of like i might lose this person so yeah. that's where the ownership comes from right, i might lose saying. this person so i had to hold tighter to them or or i feel insecure because i don't understand the situation that's happening instead of like I uh, you know love my partner or, or whatever I don't know like it's a complex situation it that I don't complex, think yeah. I have the capacity to get all into in a Frasier episode
2: Right.
1: right.
0: but it's kind of working here I guess on yeah. Harry a yeah. little bit well, it's piquing his about... interest
1: yeah well if you think about it he literally has a job that relies on him hitting on women that other men are dating. So, like, that's how he makes money. Yeah. So, like, acting, having Martin act like he's interested in, you know, to come up, uh, being unable to come up with a better way to word it right now, Harry's woman, as, she, as he might see her. Okay. Okay. Is a way to like maybe make him more interested. It's like he literally like he he clearly sees uh, there's he assumes a value in like having someone like someone being yours. Yeah. Yeah. And so having Martin show an interest in her. Probably is a way for him to see more value in Gertrude than he normally well, would.
0: Well, but I also love that he just assumes that Martin's losing his vision <laughs> but, because he likes has the cane and like the dog, <laughs> right,
2: right, right. And
0: um, kind of was just like, I don't know now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of funny. Yeah, um, yeah. So now we're back. Now we're back. Now uh, now we're at Niles' place, the best place <laughs> mm-hmm. on the show that yep. isn't Caffrey Navosa. Mm-hmm. And Gertrude is being Gertrude.
1: Yeah. Complaining about a free trip to Hawaii.
0: Doesn't like all the luau's mm-hmm. and pigs and, mm-hmm. you know, lays and everything. <laughs>
1: right. Like, it, it takes a, a certain type of person to be able to complain about everything, including a free trip well, to Hawaii. Well,
0: she's just unhappy with her life. Yeah. She's obviously not... She doesn't know how to exist as just, like, her own person. As yeah. just Gert.
1: Right, right. The
0: new spinoff, just Gert. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. She'd be and hanging out with just Frage. No, she <laughs>
0: wouldn't. You know, I would love to see Gertrude just, like, happy and enjoying life. You know, like, hanging out with the Golden Girls. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: You know, like, I just want her to, like, feel good about herself
1: yeah see the problem is i feel like if she showed up on on the golden girls she would be like a neighbor in that house that ended up being that doctor from empty nest and she would show up occasionally and they'd be like "Ugh!" like they just wouldn't be able to stand her like Mm -hmm. they wouldn't want her around but she would just show up occasionally as a bit of like the comic relief that comes from like the like a different it's a different type of bitterness than like b arthur's sort of bitterness yeah like hers was like a, a, a friendly tongue-in-cheek sort of bitterness whereas like Gertrude's is just mean yeah and
0: it, b- well so she's not I love the surprise mm-hmm. how like because just Harry bursts out and talks and it, is just like Niles we wear the same size shoe <laughs> yeah like
1: because like he's got plans for these mm-hmm. shoes yeah
0: this whole thing doesn't go very well because he's all like yogurt <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> And she's like, say
1: yogurt.
0: Um, yes, he did.
1: Okay, he does. And
0: And hello.
1: Sorry, that's a, I mean, obviously, that's just me saying hello, but also it's, there's a game we played where people kept saying hello. And that's just a reference just for Diana. Anyway, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, What
0: game is it?
1: uh, Oh, God, what was that game called?
0: See, now you don't even Uh, know. I got you in a sticky shoe. Don't know what that means. Just like Harry's feet. Um, (laughs) <laughs> uh, I don't know. Niles dropped a cough drop. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> so Gert goes off on him. Yeah. Because like
1: I, he's been gone for so long and he shows up and is just like, hello, Gert. Like, yeah, I mean, she's not wrong to be mad when this happens.
0: But I, yeah, she's like a little over the top. And like, um, I love that his reaction is like, oh, she has softened. Yeah, she's yeah. like
1: after she like screams at him for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: and so everyone kind of part like she storms off, and then like Niles and Daphne have this like heart to heart, and I love these moments between them since they've had this like realization about their relationship. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, "Hey, why I could have went there and done this too, mm-hmm. but I didn't because they need time apart to miss each other, right?" And y- you should have talked to me about this. Yeah. And she's mad. Mm-hmm. And Harry. So Niles wants Harry to stay. So he just dis- obviously can't stay there wearing Niles' shoes. <laughs> so um, even though they're stuck to his feet at this point, they you know. So he like gets the hotel for him where he mm-hmm. does that same thing where he's like, you can't possibly afford a five star hotel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which or specifically, like I can't let you. I can't, I can't let, let you buy me a suite at a five star yeah, hotel. Yeah. yeah. Though, okay. I have to say, I I I took I took the same note twice in this episode. Okay. The first time is when Daphne's saying the thing about how like she does she's confused because like he came all the way there and like immediately is gonna give up and Niles mm-hmm. tells her like he didn't really want to come. I sort of flew to England and persuaded him. I just wrote like. Oh, Niles, you beautiful, beautiful idiot. And then, like, that's going to come up again later. But, like, I, I, like, I oh. think in
0: this, this is a moment in which a white lie mm-hmm. is better.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, because
0: even if that truth comes up later,
1: yeah, this is in not this the time.
0: moment, it makes Daphne feel really terrible.
1: Yeah. Telling her he didn't want to come here. When she's currently like so excited that he chose to go, like that is not like one. I already said last episode it felt like a mistake for him to go at all. Mm-hmm. But now, like telling her, no, he didn't want to come. Like, well, he oh. wanted. He actually
0: really wanted to go to see Daphne, which is what he said. Sure. Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. He he wants. He, I he could have said he really wants to see you. Right. He misses you.
2: Yeah. yeah. Which
0: isn't, it's sort of like skirting this issue without mm-hmm. saying this like blunt truth or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. it's saying, because it's true. The right. reason that he chose to go was more for Daphne than for Gert. So yes. yeah. I'm going to keep calling her Gert.
1: Yep. By the way, the game we were talking about, Antihero. Okay. It's a good game. It's very enjoyable.
0: Looking so. up on Steam.
1: Yeah. All,
0: All right. right. Um, not a promotion.
1: Nope. Unless we can have some sort of um, affiliate link, which I don't think we can. But if we could, we'd do that. <laughs> then you should check it out. I'd definitely look at our link, but we can't, unfortunately. So, you know, whatever. Um.
0: <laughs> <okay>. Wow, wow. <laughs> Cafe Nervosa. Yeah, we're at
1: Cafe Nervosa.
0: <sighs> so is this the other beautiful idea It's in this moment. area.
1: Yep, yep.
0: So, Niles is the whole thing where like Daphne shows up and gives the apology mm-hmm. to say, like, You were right. It should have been a joint decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should have, we're a team. Yep. We're a team. I'm going to let you take over because I feel like this is your moment to shine about how Niles is an idiot again. <laughs> so, this all seems great. Yeah. Where he's like acknowledging that he made a mistake yep. and that he's a team and he should have talked to Daphne first.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and then, now. and then he immediately is like, and I convinced him to stay again for longer and mm-hmm. we should get them together and we, we, we can make this work uh, oh, or not, you know, total we're, we're a team. It's up to you. It's that's when I, that's when I wrote the next thing I'm like, Oh, Niles, Niles. No, like, Oh, you idiot. Like it's, it's not hard again. Like you said for the little white lie to at least give it a slightly better chance, but no, like, he's... well, it's
0: just like, I guess, like, that's where the humor comes in. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying
1: it's but, not funny, but,
0: um, it's, yeah, it is really interesting because that's why, like, words matter, mm-hmm. even though we want to be like, words can't hurt us. Obviously, <laughs> they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why people do that
1: because. Because, like, I feel like that's a thing you get, you're told when you're a kid to try to say, like, when you're a kid, because it's like, you haven't developed the emotional capacity to try and, like, parse out, it hurt, but this is why, like, I can be okay with that thing. Mm -hmm. It's just sort of like, well, the person said it, so obviously it's true, and I'm bad, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you need that moment to be able to kind of try to say, no, none of the words, the words don't matter. I can, I can d- grab my confidence from the fact that the words don't actually matter. And then you grow up and you're like, okay, so the words do matter, but not in the way the devastating, like, they're obviously true and everything they say is fully everything way that I felt when I was, like, seven. Got it. So
0: Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I can't even follow that. Just keep <laughs> talking about the scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so Fraser shows up and mm-hmm. Niles is asking him to get a reservation at Che uh-huh. Jean- Henri. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love—he's like, I can't just like use that and abuse my power and this yeah. whole thing. He's like, I don't give in to flattery so easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I love that niles immediately says something about like his like personality and his like attitude at yeah. this moment he starts
1: flattering him about not being susceptible to flattery yes. it's and, so then good. He's, and then he and then works. he's like
0: all oh, right i'll i'll give you know i'll i'll call up right now yeah
1: again this is another moment where i just want I'm just, i just wrote down like basically this is so good Like it's this just, is fraser this, this is, is so, so fraser. fraser yeah it's fantastic so Fraser. will say Fraser's thing is that like you have to reserve things at Cheyenne like months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm going to revise what my note was going to be. I was going to say they've definitely done things sooner at Cheyenne No, they've done things sooner at Le Segar I cannot say that they've done things sooner at Cheyenne There you go. So never mind. you know what I'm saying.
0: So we have the Roz and Fraser moment again.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fraser's still looking at that comment card. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: where like he this... wants to take this moment for self improvement because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he only got four out of five cups. <laughs> right. and, That's uh, where his commitment
1: to excellence
0: oh. <laughs> Which, like, I like that. I kind of like to be like, "Hey, this is a moment where I can listen to somebody and improve."
1: Yeah, as long as it's sincere. As long as you really can hear that sort of. Uh, uh, um, critique. Critique, yes. And take it to heart and not be hurt by it. But is not that person. No. Yeah.
0: But I love that we get this whole thing oh this is when we hear about the TV on in like Martin's room and how Sting was on, Letterman, uh-huh. and she like gets very in-depth.
1: Yeah, about everything Sting was talking to, yeah. which means she was listening to yes. it all. Oh yeah. It's like it's really good. It's really, really good. And then Oh, uh, Frasier, Fraser gets mean. He does get Frasier mean. He gets real mean. I literally just wrote in caps, "Frazier." That's all I wrote. Wow. Because I'm, 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 I'm upset with Frasier in this moment.
0: I also think that's like such a petty.
1: Yeah. That's, it's an
0: it, incredibly petty yeah. thing he brings up about like her shaving her legs. And yeah. it. So because like, she didn't
1: have plans for nothing like that happening.
0: And even if, okay. And even
1: if she does, whatever. But. Like, well, also,
0: like, yeah, I don't do know. Do what you want to do. Have the yeah. legs you want to
1: have. Who I cares? want extra
0: tall ones. <laughs> Super long. I'm just saying, like... Ten feet long. I'm just saying,
1: even if you're the person that cares about having shaved legs when you sleep with somebody, that wasn't the plan.
0: Yeah. And also, like, I think there's also, like, a different etiquette, too, of... You know when you first start seeing somebody right. grooming techniques versus you know you've been together a while or you something unexpected happens or whatever that is right. But also he only says this here because he gets hurt. Yeah, and and it's just like yeah, it's
1: fully vindictive.
0: Ugh, yeah, ugh. yeah. But then she starts spinning it around essentially to talk about like what a good kisser he is mm-hmm. and like basically. Let's move away from this stuff, yeah. and talk about what is what you do that's good, right? And of course, he likes us
1: mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. he only
0: wants to hear the good things.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Which, like, because he's but he, even though he's but not everyone susceptible- does want to hear just the good things. But we we all have to have critiques, and I think it's all a matter of like how people break it to you. But sometimes it's just hard. Yeah, to talk about it's hard to talk about this stuff. It's hard to talk about like wants and needs mm-hmm. and this kind of in in an in intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone's kind of bad at it. It's a skill to be like good at this. Mm-hmm. And Fraser's going to learn sometime.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Because he's th- got to stop
0: doing that thing at the end. No one likes it. <laughs> no one's ever liked it.
1: Yeah. I will say, okay, so right as Roz is tearing up this card, the very next table over... There's a couple of like extras sitting there, and they get up to leave at that Mm -hmm. exact moment, and I I noticed them as they were walking out, Mm -hmm. and it made me think like, are they leaving because of some reaction to what's going Mm -hmm. on next to them? Because like they're having like a loud argument about sex,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. like inches away from this table, Mm -hmm. I could see that. No, has literally not only is there nothing to do with it, they have no reaction whatsoever like Mm -hmm. this big fight happening and they're having like a silent extra conversation Mm -hmm. because that's how that goes Mm -hmm. you just mouth words Mm -hmm. but there is there is no reaction to this fight happening right next to them they just happen to be getting up to leave at the moment that yeah
0: me and dave would be sitting at the next table like looking at each other and being like "Hmm?"
1: we wouldn't be saying a word we would both basically be looking at each other but definitely pointedly listening, just like...
0: We'd be, like, writing notes across the table and being like, did you hear what they just said?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am going to be listening to this conversation, no question, because of, like, partially because they're raising their voices. Like, they're, like, in a way that, like, it would be impossible, it would be impossible at that distance to have a normal conversation like what these extras are miming Mm -hmm. while this fight is going on. Mm -hmm. There's no way you could just have a casual conversation with somebody right next to that so a hundred percent i would just be like pretending to just silently i would just be silently drinking my coffee pretending i wasn't noticing and mm-hmm. definitely listening to yeah every yeah word yeah of
0: it. but she does fill out the little comment card again yeah about the kissing about the kiss
1: mm-hmm. Kiss. Mm-hmm. kiss kiss kiss
0: <laughs> so now we're now we're at you know the blot
1: that one blot yeah so
0: i love when the, he starts talking about the specials mm-hmm. and Gert's just like I don't need any frogs, snails, slugs or eels.
1: Yeah, and don't try slipping them into the sauce. That is not something you slip in. That's something where you're like, you, like th- those are like fairly expensive. I like, don't think
0: people eat slugs.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, because I think escargot is always snails and so, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know.
0: Which are, you know, pretty sluggy. much the same,
1: but I, there must be some difference.
0: Yeah, one's crunchier. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, though I did, I did like... Um, so, like, they... She also refers to him, the person seating them, as Henry. Is this Henri? Is this supposed to be Henri? I don't... I guess. She called him Henry. So... Weird. I, I assume... This person who's seating them is supposed to be Henri but like I don't think usually at a restaurant like this the major D is going well, to be Well, he his... knows
0: them cuz they're Fraser's pals. I guess, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say the um
0: You know like it's like Garfield on French. Frasier and friends.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say the um the transcript here refers to him as Henri. We're, we're in a, but I was thinking that even when she said it, I was like... I didn't even notice that. Seated by... Andre. Also,
0: I want to know why Harry calls it soccer.
1: Oh, he does? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that... Um, yeah, that doesn't...
0: Yeah, they would say football.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe because he's telling the story to Niles. No, and because you to... would
0: say you're... Yeah. Na- they They might say football. Oh, you call it soccer.
1: Yeah. Like, I was... Like yeah, I, yeah, a friend that used to talk to me about like about soccer, football, whichever you know, all the time. He never once called it soccer. He once explained to me why Americans call it soccer, which is I don't remember now. Because
0: socks. Cause <laughs> they wear socks when they play.
1: That's that. Yes, I don't remember now. That was like 15 years ago, and I cannot remember that but like that's the only time he really ever talked about it that way I he never once called it that even though almost all of the people he was talking to were American so yeah yeah.
0: we know what it is right
1: so yeah you're right he he, like I didn't notice it but there's no way he would call it soccer
0: yeah especially since the next scene they start saying all these things and like Niles (laughs) somehow doesn't know what any of that means and that's so not true Niles would know
1: would Niles know what bubble and squeak squiffy half starkers snogged and chippy mean yes I don't know that he would
0: I know what snogged means I know
1: you know what snogged means he might know what snogged means I feel like most of the other things here um
0: don't you watch Chef Ramsey come on
1: not at this point
0: we all learned how to say Hermione properly (laughs)
1: Some of us didn't learn that until Goblet of Fire when she had to explain it to um oh god, what's his name? The 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 Oh the seeker from the other house.
0: Bobby
1: Crumb, Victor Crumb. She's had to explain how to pronounce it to Victor Crumb. That's that's when I found out that it's not Hermione. That's like that's quite a ways in. That's the fourth book. But part. the
0: movies had been out, so you'd no, heard it. No, they
1: hadn't. Nope. Nope. No. Nope.
0: Oh. I didn't read them until after I saw the movies.
1: Yeah, no. I I it was uh the first 4 books came out before the I guess the I
0: didn't I never knew I never thought it was that because I'd seen the movies. Yeah,
1: no. The first um, 4 books came out before the first movie. I remember because I read all 4 in like 2 weeks and then Several months later, I went to the movie. Okay. So. Um,
0: yeah, because that's how I found out yeah. that you said that because you told me. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> I never thought that. But why Why would you know? Right. Like, you're just reading. You don't know unless you know that how to pronounce that name.
1: Yeah. So now that I mentioned that, the thing that's kind of weird about that is like, it's not like Victor Crumb learned the name by reading it like we did. So I don't know why he would have pronounced it Hermione, but whatever. It doesn't matter. None of that matters to this thing that we're talking about.
0: (laughs) Anyways, it goes to a champagne car. Niles is BYOB. Can you BYOB in Seattle? Uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, Or (laughs)
0: BYOC?
1: I don't know, but I also feel like it's a question of, like, certain restaurants aren't going to allow it. I don't know if a restaurant like this is going to let you bring your own wine.
0: I don't know. In Chicago, you can BYOB. I don't know if you can do it everywhere, but that's so weird to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because, like, in Massachusetts, that is not a thing.
1: No, but Chicago is very different from Massachusetts in terms of, like... Like alcohol stuff because like oh, yeah, yeah. you can go to like any c v s and buy beer and whatever, and yeah, you...
0: I mean, I don't think you can buy hard liquor there
1: I, mm, I'm not I'm not certain that's true, well, but...
0: like every place has different liquor laws right, right. like it's
1: pretty strict in Massachusetts actually,
0: um, but regardless, he runs out to the car and he has that he says something to that dog, which I think is really weird. Niles yeah, says like, a,
1: "Hello, lovely dog, yeah, like
0: what? And then the dog almost like trips. He almost trips over the dog. The dog tries
1: to hump his leg.
0: Oh, that's what happens. And I just wrote weird dog and I couldn't remember what happened.
1: This is a weird scene. Like he's just like everything with this dog to me is
0: very strange. How that happened to me? You know, like when you go to the pet stores in the mall and they have a little puppy in there. Mm -hmm. It's like a chihuahua and it just like humped my arm and it was just like so embarrassing. I hate pet stores now. <laughs> I will never touch a dog ever again.
1: Oh, uh, that's such a lie. You so, you love dogs so much.
0: I know, but that one was scared me a little bit after. Because, yeah. like, I don't want to be, like, attacked by this dog. Yeah,
1: well, you know, I had the same experience when I was a small child, and the dog was bigger than I was. So, you know, it's, a, oh, it's, very, it's very different. Um,
0: <sighs> Dogs be weird. Dogs, yeah. stop it. Yeah,
1: stop it, dogs. So... Okay,
0: and then okay, so he's away for like a matter of moments, uh-huh. and comes back into the restaurant that is on like the table is on fire. they are people on fire. Uh-huh. They're this not is, people.
1: Yeah, this is the Community darkest timeline thing where like, I've like seen, the show. Yeah, the show Community. There's like the moment that I knew from gifts on Tumblr way before I ever watched a single episode of the show, and like this a is very the dark is like
0: the. Yeah, it's just the Troy restaurant. leaving, he
1: comes back, everyone's screaming, and there's fire. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the same scene. It's like the same moment. Like, Wow,
0: spoilers.
1: I'm just saying it's a thing. Like I I think I it feel it like you're only not... really
0: talking about community because I brought it up.
1: No, I literally was watching the this episode of Frasier and thinking This is the Troy walking in on the darkest timeline moment, like from community. This, this, I literally thought that as it was happening. So
0: things aren't going so great for Gert and Harry.
1: No, no, no.
0: Now we're back at Fraser's place. Mm -hmm. Martin's on the phone with Gert, Mm -hmm. with basically, like, I'm actually not interested in you at all.
1: Because. Like Because Harry said he was. And yes. she's like, no, not at all. No. At all. Um.
0: And then she thinks he's playing hard to get, which n- no.
1: Right, right. And
0: then and then Fraser's just banned. Banned <laughs> from Shianri. Oh,
1: what a tragedy. What a tragedy. He could never...
0: There's, now there's only two blots. Only two blots. And he's Shinri- already banned from the other place where he can't go back in because of the illustration on the wall the light oh yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. can't go there yeah.
0: it's the thing is it's kind of
1: crazy shanri already burned down that one time they oh. rebuilt it and now fraser's banned again like <laughs> Ri in terms of fraser shanri's kind of cursed yep he's cursed anyway essentially like now niles niles and harry show up and mm-hmm. um and uh, essentially, he's he's trying to see Daphne before he leaves. Because he's like, mm-hmm. this is over. This, this is done. There's no mm-hmm. point in any of this. Let's, I might as well just go back. And
0: No one can. You can't just be like, I'm going to leave right now. That's not how planes do. I know. Literally the last episode, Roz did the same thing. Why? Why are people just, like, you zooming super, all way? Yeah, you super can't
1: just be like, I'm just leaving now. <sighs> I'm just flying to England from Seattle now. I'm flying, like, like a third of the way around the world on a whim. Like, that's not... I mean, Dad
0: thing. Punk does it.
1: <laughs> they planned so far ahead of time... Like to make sure that they could go around the world, around the world, around the world, around the world. They, that takes planning and, mm-hmm. and, and for months ahead of time. They've had those tickets.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, <laughs>
1: anyway, he's basically worried that like Daphne's not around, so he's not going to get to see her again because uh, he's got to get there to the airport two hours ahead of time. And uh, he doesn't say that. But <laughs> <laughs> Boo! I re- that's a reference to the Patreon extra stuff, which, by the way. The
0: darkest timeline. Yeah. It's essentially the darkest timeline. It's a
1: bit dark. It gets a bit dark. But, essentially, but if you want to hear us just get a bit dark.
0: Just talk about Pink Eye.
1: Talk about Pink Eye and TSA. You can go to patreon.com slash TGIF arcade and uh, support us for a dollar a month. You get all that extra, uh, a whole bunch of extra bonus audio, including us talking for nearly half an hour about uh, today about.
0: Who knows? Who a knows? A bunch
1: of nonsense, but including pink eye. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, like, so like, uh, I do like that in this awkward moment when Fraser and Martin are trying to figure out how to like,
0: oh, get away. leave. Yeah. So like, Daphne and like Harry can talk.
1: Yeah, and Fraser's like, um, let me show you how the close captioning works. works? Your, yeah, yeah, TV. yeah.
0: I thought that was funny. Yeah. So yeah, so Daphne and like. Harry have this kind of, like, Mm heart-to-heart moment that's nice. Yeah,
1: yeah. (sighs) The more important thing is Harry explaining the difference between his relationship with with, uh, Gertrude and Daphne's with Niles. Because I Mm -hmm. think the idea is that, like, Daphne seeing their relationship fail right when she's getting ready to get married Mm -hmm. is, like, making her not feel
0: confident confident
1: and positive about the whole thing and
0: like i think he's saying he's done more for you than i would have ever done for gert
1: right in 40 years i never did anything like this like which is basically well f- fly to another country get thrown not out everyone would
0: do that and i don't think it says anything about the love for that person
1: well i think the point is like the perseverance like
0: sure I- sure
1: it because like there's lots of reasons not to fly uh, to another country to do a thing. Like there's lots mm, of reasons why mm-hmm. you, you might not do that. But the point is like the effort and the perseverance and the the caring and intention behind it, mm-hmm. it. It it's sort of symbolic of who Niles is and what how he feels about Daphne and everything. And I think that's fair. Like I think there was definitely like something there mm-hmm. with that where the idea being that Harry never cared enough that he would have done that. Like, we know he used to disappear for just days and days because, just cuts. Like, you never really knew why. He was just gone. Where, mm-hmm. like, Niles isn't going to do that because he wouldn't do that to Daphne, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and I think that's, I, I, like, I really think that's a really good moment. Mm-hmm. And I think this moment is probably why Brian Cox got nominated for an Emmy for this episode.
0: Oh, yeah. wait. That's not his name brian cox oh the oh the guy oh okay yeah i was thinking about the writer of the episode
1: oh no 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 no! brian cox got nominated for an emmy for like outstanding guest appearance on a tv show did he
0: also get an emmy for being on nbc's the slap
1: (laughs) as far as i know brian cox was not nominated for uh anything for nbc's the slap he was nominated by Uh, He got a number of nominations for the movie, like, L.I.E., but not for uh, NBC's The Slap.
0: All right. Including
1: the Dallas-Fort Worth Film Critics Association.
0: Why do you know everything about him now?
1: Because I saw that he had been nominated for an Emmy for this episode, and I was curious, like, has he ever been, like, what other awards? Was he
0: nominated for an Emmy for NBC's The Slap? Okay. I I understand. (laughs) So, Daphne, in this moment, decides to, like, run to Niles. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and, and then we're at Niall's apartment, and she's like, marry me now, marry <laughs> me in this moment, because right. I might change my mind.
1: Well, she doesn't imply she's going to change her mind. I think she's just saying that, like. I
0: know, but that's what, I don't, like, It does why? feel like that. I, you I, had to get, this is the annoying thing, is you got to get a marriage license. No, I
1: think they're going to Vegas.
0: You still have to get a
1: marriage license Yeah, there. but that takes, like, no time. You can do that. You the have to day. get, okay,
0: so we. I know we've talked about this a million times, but mm-hmm. I'm going to reiterate, like, you have to get a marriage license and, like, w- you have to get it, like, three days ahead here.
1: Here? Yeah. But not in Vegas. Well,
0: I don't know how it works in Vegas. I guess because, like, it's why- It's the
1: same day, like, right away. Like, as soon as you get it, you can, you can get it right away, and then you can get married right away. That's- I want
0: to go to Vegas. <laughs> and we should get yeah. remarried there. <laughs> well, we're coming up in, like, eight years. Uh huh. I like being married. So, out of 10 years, we should go to Vegas.
1: <laughs> I love the idea of doing like a, fast, like a fast wedding thing in Vegas when you've already been married for 10 years and like together for like 17 years. Well, I
0: want to get Billy Idol. <laughs> I want to get married by Billy Idol. Uh
1: huh. Do you mean actual Billy Idol or like impersonator Billy Idol? Oh, that's... yes,
0: an impersonator. Yeah,
1: Because it's a very different.
0: Yes. Okay, okay. And then the flower flower girl can be Elvis. <laughs> so they're like a dime a dozen there. <laughs>
1: yes, they are. Yep, and then totally.
0: we're gonna have like a serenade like a first dance is like what's love got to do with it, even though that's probably not an appropriate first dance, no, but we no. gotta get that Tina Well, okay, she could sing Private Dancer. Okay.
1: I don't know that's actually better. That's not better. I don't know
0: that's better. It's slower.
1: <laughs> it is slower. Uh, I don't know that it's actually. Better. Okay, what
0: about that song? What's the? the we don't need another hero. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> legit, okay. I was
1: like trying to remember what's that song from Mad Max. Okay. Like, yeah. Um.
0: Despite my limited Tina Turner knowledge <laughs> and our fake Vegas wedding that is not happening, um.
1: You know it is happening.
0: That her dreams are coming true, and it's the end of the season.
1: Yeah, that isn't what I meant though. Oh. But also, it is related to being the end of the season. Okay. Because while two years from now, our, our Vegas wedding thing probably is not happening, probably maybe a year from now, maybe less, who knows, what is happening, quick reminder, we're going to go to Seattle, we're going to do a meetup thing there.
0: So probably, yeah, maybe August, September next year?
1: Yeah. Because this show is going to be done in less than a year. Yeah. It's going to happen. Uh. So, we may be in our next podcast by the time we're well, going. Well, we'll take
0: a break. We'll take a we'll break. We'll probably take a
1: break. I'm just saying, we may be in a new 2021
0: one, new podcast.
1: I bet it's going to be sooner than that. Oh, I think it's going to be sooner goodness.
0: than that. Oh, goodness. Look, we
1: got to keep that momentum. Keep that momentum. But regardless, a reminder that that's happening. So, if you're interested. Um, when I mean, we have detail, detail. no. We have no details. We have
0: no details. No details.
1: Just a reminder that it's happening. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Reminder that's happening. Let us know if you're interested, uh, because you know, uh, but it's definitely going to. But probably
0: happen. fall next year or late summer.
1: Yeah, I admittedly wish there was some way we could do a thing at the Bumbershoot Festival, but we're not popular enough, so that's not gonna I happen.
0: Mean, we could just go to the Bumbershoot. We Festival. could just go
1: to the Bumbershoot Festival, but we're probably not. Uh. But anyway, I just wanted to... We haven't mentioned it in a while, and I just yeah. wanted to say it. Yeah. So. All right. Anyway, anything else you wanted to say about this moment? Well, actually, we never really talked about the really, like... Uh, Dreams
0: come do come true for Daphne. It's just, they yeah. have to leave right now.
1: Yeah, it's just... it's Like, I feel like this is a big deal moment.
0: And we're just brushing it off. We just
1: brushed it off. Like, and I, uh, we should take a moment and go back. Like, it seems like... Now, granted, I don't know for sure what happens, but it seems like... They're gonna go get married. Yep. That's a that's kind of a huge deal. Nah. No. Nah. People get married every day. <laughs> they do. That's true. It's fine. Okay. Just, cool. Th- then I just don't care.
0: MBD. <laughs> They've been married for years at this point. Have they? At this point. Have
1: they? Oh, you at, mean at
0: this point?
1: Us now at this point. Yes. yes. Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, unless Daphne realizes that her true love is Roz.
1: Uh-huh. Interesting things related to that coming up soon in this episode. I'll okay. Get to, I'll get to that. But yeah, no, it has been a while. At this. You're right. But for me, this is like...
0: No, it is a big deal. It's yeah. finally happening. They're going to get is. married. It They're going to get hitched.
1: They are. Yes. Exciting. Uh, all right. Anything else you wanted to say on this?
0: They're going to put tin, car- tin cans on the back of their car card
1: and... mm-hmm. which i assume is going to be a pink cadillac because it's related to the elvis marriage package
0: yep <laughs> then they're going to listen to that song pink cadillac isn't that a song pink Cadillac. is that is might, red if cadillac it,
1: if it is i don't know it that doesn't mean it's not it just i'm not
0: <laughs> something Cadillac song you don't know the Cadillac song
1: I I, I don't know I'm not it's not it's not triggering anything right now it doesn't mean it's not a thing I just don't remember all right all I can think of now I just keep thinking of Little Red Corvette and it's like not that
0: Little Red Corvette (laughs) (laughs) That's not not. that's exactly
1: how that song goes yeah exactly what's
0: that Prince song is that Little Red Little Red Red
1: Corvette that's the song I'm talking about
0: that's what I thought, but now I can only got that Cadillac <laughs> song in my hand. all right, moving on moving on
1: uh drinks in this episode um Niles says he's buying a round of drinks, but then the only person that seems to actually get one... he
0: meant that if you look at a pint glass from <laughs> yeah. the top, it's round
1: uh-huh, uh-huh that's fair, okay, okay. I see he it.
0: throws down a million pounds
1: he does you know you're right, so I think yeah, that's what it is he's that's when he does it, so. But then Harry, among that, Harry gets his usual, which is not the same thing he had last week. An IPA. <laughs> right. They have some, sh- uh, some sherry in this. Uh, Harry later has an Adler. Uh, Niles goes to grab the special champagne that he brought, but then they no- don't actually ever drink it. Uh, so those are what I have. They for-
0: use it to put out the fire. <laughs>
1: Pretty much. Uh, so that's what I have for drinks for this episode. Uh, there are no callers except of course the end of season credits uh thanking all the callers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually how I knew there wouldn't be any callers this episode is cuz in the transcript I see the end credits and it mm-hmm. was the list of names and I was like well the last one's Rufus Wayne right so obviously no callers this episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's a good word? Squiffy.
0: Yeah, what is it? <laughs> I didn't look it up. Uh so I've kind of forgot about good words unless they really stick out. It's usually something Fraser says.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair.
0: Should have looked up those words.
1: <laughs> so in, um, uh, there's actually, in the transcript, when you were talking about how Niles should definitely know mm-hmm. all the words, only like, like a couple of them are actually translated in this. Okay. So one is like, and one of them is Squiffy, which it just says drunk or tipsy. Oh, but like, okay. But the fact that they don't actually say the definition of all of them mm-hmm. makes me think like, Even the transcript people were like, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. It's going to be anything. Who knows? I have no idea what a chip is. I have a
0: rhyming slang dictionary. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that thing that everyone has. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's just a thing that most people have. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so let's rate the episode.
0: You know what? What the heck? It's the end of the season. I'm giving it four.
1: (laughs) Okay, four.
0: I'm in a good mood. Yeah. Four, um... Four
1: out of five. Cups. <laughs> nice. Nice. How do you get that to a five? Oh. Don't do that thing at the end. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which
0: this episode didn't. It didn't it's do true. the thing. It
1: literally didn't do the thing at the end. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Actually, I'm also going to give it a four. Four out of five um, Harry Moons. It's, uh, it's you know, um, he's the reason why I think this episode has, like, I think this episode isn't as good without him in it. Like, even though a lot of the like great moments aren't around The Great
0: him... Moments are Roz's comment card. The great moment is Roz.
1: <laughs> yes. The, like but I feel like this this episode is a lot weaker without him in general. Well, I mean there isn't an episode without him in yeah, general. Yeah. But like like this is that thing where
0: I actually even like Gert more in this episode.
1: Yeah. Actually agreed. I, I I guess my thing is basically like the this could have been done very badly, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because the things were done right with Harry mm-hmm. that like we've seen similar things done really wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a, a very good job in this. So uh, that's gonna pull Bob Daly's score up a bit because his current score is the is three point three five zero one eight two five five seven is gonna go up a bit uh the the imdb rating on this is a 7.6 so lower than last week's not the highest of the season but like i think it might be the our highest rating
0: of this season yeah one of them yeah i don't know i think i just like got i think the later episodes in the season mm -hmm. i think this is the thing it's like you have to rate the fraser episodes within the season they're in it's not fair to be like oh you gotta compare this to season three right it's not the same show?
1: Yeah. But also, there are more moments in this episode where I was able to just write, like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Then we've had almost the entire season. Yeah. Uh, we've had very few where I was able to say that. but All right. So then that brings us to the part of the episode called We Are Listening, where we respond to messages you send us on Twitter at fraser Podcast and by email at fraserpod at gmail.com. Uh, we got an email from Sean Holland. About last week's episode, who just said, uh, uh, "You guys kind of hit on my main point." I actually think this episode handled the Roz Fraser thing well. I just don't like the TV trope that male and female friends have to hook up. I do like uh, they made sure they were friends at the end. Uh, and actually, rewatching the episode, I liked it more than I remembered. Mm. Which, yeah, like that's the thing. Like uh, they didn't have to, but if yeah. they were gonna, they did it the best they could. Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh,
1: and then. <laughs> Down in the Dumps is an awesome name slash idea for a spinoff. I'm surprised Diana didn't talk about Roz giving Daphne the lingerie as part of her wish that they become a couple.
0: Oh, I am surprised by that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I did. I know. I didn't think of it either. But it's like, yeah, that makes actually almost more sense.
0: Well, that's the f- that's one of many hints on the show. That,
1: yep, yeah, that's, that's true. Imagine Daphne breaks up with Niles and Roz, still upset over Roger, realizes they're in love. Thus my spinoff, Over the Moon. Oh! <gasps> That's, beautiful yeah, yeah.
0: beautiful, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> yep,
0: oh my gosh, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm getting <laughs> like goosebumps thinking about this. beautiful,
1: yep. agreed, and then we also have a uh an email from a friend Ben who hasn't written to us in a bit, but like he's got a lot to say about some recent episodes.
0: okay, so. let's get into it.
1: All right, good to hear from you, Ben. He just writes, Hey Dave and Diana, Uh, it's been a while since I emailed, so I thought I would provide some rambling thoughts on recent episodes based on my very hazy memory since I haven't rewatched any of them. But first, an announcement. They say one man's trash is another man's treasure. But even after 17 years, Roger knows that Roz was all treasure. Sure, he's gotten on with life, moving down the West Coast and starting up his own successful recycling business. But there's a hole in Roger's life, and no matter how hard he tries, he knows he'll never find another woman like Roz. He's given up hope of ever seeing her again, and then he meets a new executive hired by HR, a crazy, smart 21-year-old graduate straight from Stanford. Her name? Alice Doyle. Down in the Dump, a comedy about lost love, chance meetings, and looking behind things, starring Tony Goldwyn <laughs> coming this fall to NBC. Yes! <laughs> Thank you for that. That's, yes. It's Thank beautiful. You. It's very, yeah, I love it's it. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh,
1: yeah. And also, Diana, I like that you clearly recognize what was happening very early. We're just like, I'm going to stay silent and listen to this oh, I thing. Just,
0: I was very excited. <laughs> I was just like, i like, on the side of, on the, I was on the like edge of my seat, but I'm on a couch and couldn't be on the edge or I would have fallen off and then thus not been able to talk and would have been just scrumming around on the ground in excitement. <laughs> <sighs>
1: uh, I love it. Uh, anyway. Okay, so on to some recent episodes. Uh, I wanted to start with War of the Words because I know I previously said that I really hate that episode. I feel as though I should justify that, but I'm not sure I can. I think it's just that the Niles subplot about him freezing up during the spelling bee doesn't really come to anything, and I didn't really enjoy how it was resolved. And while I'm ver- very reluctant to criticize David Hyde Pearson anyway, I absolutely hate the way he delivers the spell his ass offline because it just seems so unlike Niles. There's something about the episode that gets to me, and I can't quite put my finger on it. Uh, Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I guess specifically with that line, it is kind of weird. It -hmm. feels like someone else should have said it, I -hmm. guess.
0: Like, it makes more sense if Fraser says it.
1: Yeah. Or Martin says it. Right. I actually like that subplot because of the fact that it's like um, they're doing... So, okay, the next bit is about Death Trap. The thing I really like about Death Trap is it uses a lot of the, like, melodramatic, murder mystery, mm-hmm. like, cinematic tropes. Mm-hmm. And what I like about Niles part of War of the Words is it's it's a kung fu movie trope of, like, the...
0: Oh, like the retired master. master Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling
1: about what caused him to step back from this thing. Oh,
0: you're right. That's totally what that is. Yeah.
1: So, like, I. That's why I actually really enjoyed that part because that's part of like, there. There's always some sort of like contrived reason why the person sort of retired and like feels there isn't a need to do to fight anymore and blah Mm -hmm. blah blah. And then finally decides like now's the time fight Mm -hmm. like yeah so that's why i like that is i Mm -hmm. think that's how that always is supposed to resolve but also like it is weird like it's not a normal fraser thing like to have some that sort of trope like Mm -hmm. to have a kung fu movie trope in an episode of fraser is admittedly weird and not usually what you're looking for Mm -hmm. but i just enjoy it for that
0: um but i also agree that it's just it doesn't really come to anything like it's yeah. weird because I see like what you're saying mm-hmm. and and can enjoy it for those reasons. But I also kind of agree that it's sort of
1: totally. Oh, But yeah. it actually
0: when you're explaining it that way, I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah.
1: It, yeah. It's it's a thing I personally enjoy that also definitely isn't F- Frasier.
0: Yeah. So that so that's really interesting.
1: Yeah. And then. I'm glad you like Death Trap, because I love it. You already s- talked about the best moments, really, with the Zoom or push in on Niles as he says, murder. Uh, a very unusual camera move for a three-camera audience sitcom, which, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing that definitely stood out to me, but it works so well in this context, though. When Niles suggests the motive was insurance and Fraser dangles the correct answer in front of him until Niles says, inheritance, mm-hmm. uh, in that exaggerated way, well, it's always it's led me to always, always saying the word like that, even when nobody gets the reference.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> like you two, I absolutely love Frazier and Niles acting out the parts of the husband and wife with David Hyde Pierce brilliantly snapping back instantly from the murdered wife to Niles, which also, yeah, like, like that takes skill mm-hmm. I think, because like he's acting in, a, you know, Niles is Sounds and acts fairly similar mm-hmm. to David Hyde Pierce's actual just normal cadence and speaking voice, but mm-hmm. like being able to like instantly switch back to that is mm-hmm. still uh, impressive. I also like the sweet, poignant secondary plot, especially the last part when Martin, knowing that Eddie's getting on in years, cuddles him. Which yeah, oh. poor doggy. And um, <laughs> uh, oh, and I do love the line: "Do I look like I scuba? I'm lucky I don't need a tank to breathe on land." <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's very good. That character is really good. Like, that episode yeah, is just fantastic. It is. I don't remember what we rated it, but I, I feel don't like know. it should be higher. It
0: probably <laughs> should probably go back, just give it a five. <laughs> like, in the context, like I said, like in the context of the season, that probably is a highlight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. The Love You Fake uh, and is the one with Cam and his mom. Cam Winston and his mom. Oh, uh uh-huh. yeah.
0: That's okay. I like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Love You Fake is a decent episode, and I quite like the feud between, between Fraser and Cam, especially as they really are quite similar in a lot of ways. However, that's not what I wanted to talk about regarding this episode. Last year, when I emailed you about sliding Frasers, I said, I often hear about how Fraser the show, is quite timeless and that this is the case between, because the writers deliberately avoided too many topical references. By the way, I definitely have started just talking about that. I, I realize, like, mm-hmm. I bring that up now. Mm-hmm. With, and I forgot that that's why mm-hmm. I started saying that. Um, anyway, uh, continuing the quote. So it's fairly unusual to have the episode title so explicitly reference something that's of the moment. We do see a few more of these creeping in as the show continues. And there's a particularly egregious one coming up in season nine. I was, of course, talking about Niles and the Segway. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not even that he's riding around on a Segway, it's that he has to explain what it is and it's clearly a new thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't even see this type of Segway around these days at all, as they seem to be the more rugged type that do city or forest tours. Uh, It's one of those cultural references that really dates the show when many other episodes haven't aged at all. Yeah, I feel like we talked about that quite a bit too, where Mm -hmm. it's like such a weird moment in the show to be like, this is called a Segway. It's a you know, it,
0: well, moving on, <laughs> so no, what? is not not what you meant. You didn't want wanted oh, to say that.
1: This what I meant because I'm going to move on to where he says, I did like the end of the episode though, <laughs> suggesting there might be something more for Martin and Cora than just the fake relationship, and it's good to see that play out.
0: <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that,
1: yeah, yeah. No, it's just like, uh. uh, that what a great setup, and it's gone. It's yeah. Okay, well, so much for that. I mean, I don't know, maybe it'll come back, who knows? I have no idea. I mean, say who knows. Most of you listening and Diana might know. I have no idea.
0: I don't either.
1: I want to go back, uh, you know, I feel like when this is over, it's not what we're going to do, but I uh, like I almost want to do like an Agents of Shield uh podcast with you just so I can be on the opposite side of being the one that actually knows what's happening and you're learning it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, we're going to talk about four hours. We'd be talking for four hours. It's an hour-long we show. Re- we don't
1: have to re- do a recap episode like we- like what this turned into. It doesn't have to be that. But
0: I mean, yeah, it is more recap, which... Wasn't the intention, but... I mean, we don't like go into every single detail, no, but yeah.
1: No. I feel like it would, be a, very, it would di- be a very different format. We could do it. We could. I'm not saying we're going to. But I like okay. the idea of me being the one that knows the stuff and you learning it for the first
0: time. Oh, I think we're going to do that with the show we should do, The West Wing.
1: Oh, man. Oh. 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 Yes.
0: Okay. Anyway, moving
1: on. Moving on. With cheerful goodbyes, I'm in two minds about whether they should have done this at all. Mostly, I think I'm with Diana in that I think the show is established enough in its own right that they don't need to go back to having Cheers cast members show up, especially with lots of them together like this. I've never seen Cheers, so maybe that's why this episode doesn't really work for me, though I know enough about the characters to get most of what's going on. Mostly, though, I just think, uh, if you can't do a Cheers episode using the original set, why bother? And that is an interesting point. Yeah. I feel like the reason you don't use the set is because you weren't going to have, like, Sam and Rebecca there, and logically, they would have been there. Like, it's, you have to get them in it also,
0: I think that would have actually been a more interesting episode. I would have been way more interested in having the episode happen at Cheers, yeah, and be at Cheers with everyone or whatever, mm-hmm. than and having like the nostalgia of yeah, Fraser going back to Cheers and like seeing this place yeah. and then bringing Niles and Daphne and Martin in there. And yeah. and I like that idea better. Yeah, so
1: or alternately since they went to a real they were trying to go to a real restaurant in mm. Boston what if they just actually went to the like like uh, cheers as we know it mm-hmm. with all of the memorabilia about the show get real meta and weird
0: that dave
1: i'm i'm saying i get i feel like that would be a better episode also just like have them be like why are there all these pictures that doesn't or, make
0: any sense for the show i
1: know but I what still, are you
0: what are you doing?
1: I'm just I just feel like it would have been a you want this
0: you're trying to make this into Felicity.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Like a late like the last season of Felicity. Yeah. Just like it shows a, straight
0: up bonkers. Yeah, it's a
1: weird it's weird. It
0: makes no sense.
1: Anyway. uh, And then uh, go on. as you discussed at length Frasier has spoken is a very upsetting episode because it brings with it the end of Roz and Roger. Utterly devastating, uh, but not quite as upsetting as that studio in Spokane, which that makes no sense whatsoever. (laughs) It really doesn't. It really doesn't. I'm glad you mentioned it because I think about it every single time I see the episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's so weird. Like, we, so like, I mean, I know Diana and I record this, these episodes in a room together without separation, but like we have to do special timing things on it to make sure that it, we don't get a weird echo. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do a recorded thing, especially, like, in the same room, especially with one of the people also on the phone calling and the timing being different there. To, like, it's just, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. Anyway, it's another one of those episodes, I think, which are just fine in a, hey, it's an episode of Frasier kind of way, but not great. Uh, that said, the Bananarama stuff is amazing. <laughs> One of my absolutely favorite, absolute favorite quotes from the show is, "Niles, uh, am I dressed appropriately for something called Bananarama?" And Fraser, uh, "You're in Armani. Who could object?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. That is fantastic. Um, makes me laugh every time, and I love that Frasier goes on to refer to it as a banana event. <laughs> I was
0: just, I just used that the other day because <laughs> uh-huh. I was at a cafe. And they have like a stack of bananas at the register, and <laughs> someone kind of knocked into it, and a banana fell on the ground. <laughs> and like, I was there, I, I was like looking, and I like said to the person I was there with, I was like, a banana event. <laughs> and like, they had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. But I was, I was amused. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: This whole thing reminds me of another bit I love earlier in the season when Frazier is aghast that Daphne and Niles are going to see Billy Joel, to which Niles replies, He's the piano man, giving it his best effort to sound enthusiastic. It's funny. I forgot about that moment. Yeah, yeah.
0: I res- I remember that. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, I've been giving a bit of thought to what I think about Fraser and Roz hooking up since I listened to your episode on it. I never really liked it, and I feel it plays into the TV trope that a man and a woman can't be friends without eventually having sex. So yeah, a couple mm-hmm. of comments about yeah, that. Yeah, right I
0: now. mean, it is such a huge trope. It
1: really is. It is. That said, as you pointed out, it didn't come out of nowhere, and we've seen it almost happen before. Which, by the way, I guess, sure we have, but also that doesn't, that almost makes it more of the trope, right? Yeah,
0: like, yeah, like, yeah.
1: Uh, it's almost worth it for Martin's line about the newspaper having a big story about how Roz's purse spent the night on the coffee table, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic line. Yes. Yeah. And it does lead to some sweet, tender moments between Fraser and Roz. I agree with what Dave was saying about how friendship seems really true and almost as though it's between Kelsey Grammer and Perry Gilpin than Fraser and Roz. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. I was going to take a moment and agree, but then I was like, that's a line about agreeing with me. So Yeah.
0: yeah. Don't agree with yourself.
1: <laughs> I agree with you agreeing with me. Um, uh, we've seen this before when Roz was freaking out that she wouldn't be a good mother, and it really rang true then, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's good that we see they can still have a genuine friendship after hooking up, and it doesn't mean they have to get into a relationship or that everything becomes awkward. I would have said something about its stretching credibility that none of Faraz's family members would have seen a picture of Fraser or heard his voice before, or taken even the slightest interest in her work, especially as her mom has met Fraser before, but it doesn't really need to be said. Yeah, like, uh, that's such a weird thing, Mm -hmm. but you just kind of go... Well, okay, like Nat,
0: like Facebook, right? Well, yeah, like, yeah. Like if if they had Facebook mm-hmm. or social media, right? Mm-hmm. She would be talking about her work on social media, right? She would have probably like a profile, like a like a profile, because she's sort of a local celebrity right. in Seattle that right. her probably her friends and family would see right. that probably would have Fraser on it,
1: right? Absolutely, so, they've like. Yeah, Roz. Today, her family has seen Fraser. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it's a
0: good, great show. Great show.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and then finally, um, Dave mentioned the nice moment when Niles is sort of knocked back by the smoke in the pub uh, in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode was broadcast in 2002, so that definitely would have been the case for some pubs. The smoking ban was introduced in 2006 in Scotland, and in 2007 in England, Wales, in Northern Ireland. It banned smoking in pretty much all indoor establishments, including pubs. Uh, At the time, there was a lot of speculating in certain parts of the media that it would kill off pubs because people just wouldn't go outside to smoke, but everyone got used to it very quickly, and it seems strange when you think back to the time when people used to be able to smoke indoors. What I can remember from back then is that you could leave a pub and immediately realize that your clothes reeked of cigarette smoke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, as someone who is asthmatic, I very much appreciate the ban. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking back on, like, when we first both moved to the Boston area and you could still smoke in clubs and things mm-hmm. and being like, I remember hearing this same argument when the the indoor smoking yep. band went in because, you know, I spent a lot of times in like small local clubs that like rock bands would play in and things like that. Like, and people being worried those clubs are going to die off because people won't go if they can't smoke inside because it gets so cold here. People mm-hmm. would be like, you're not going to go somewhere where you then have to go outside in the winter to smoke. And like, "Nah, people still go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or if they don't, they weren't going to go anyway because it's cold and you weren't going to go outside to go to the club.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I don't feel like anybody doesn't go because they can't smoke inside. It mm-hmm. seemed to have no effect whatsoever.
0: Well, yeah, I remember that too. And I also remember like, I went to a lot of concerts as like a teen and just the next day I'd be wearing like my hoodie mm-hmm. or something or my jacket that I wore there and like you could just smell the smoke. And yeah. I always like liked that because mm-hmm. it reminded me of like being at the show. Yeah. But then it wasn't good for me.
2: Probably, probably not, wasn't no. good for
0: me. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't made that. Mm-hmm. Like but and it's also I think made me way more sensitive to like when people are smoking. Like sometimes like I'm when I'm walking and people are smoking yeah. like and the like cigarette smoke like mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, I yeah. can't be around it." I yeah. like don't want to be.
1: Yeah. So my parents are both heavy smokers and it and it was one of those things where like once I didn't live with them anymore, mm-hmm. being around people who were smoking, it was like, oh God, ugh, ugh, ugh. like it's
0: weird how used to something you can get, yeah, and then when you're not around it, you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't even notice it before, right? And now I do, which right. is that's very interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. In fact, it's funny that thing about like being able to smell the cigarette smoke on you Mm -hmm. is i remember like that used to happen for me too when i would go to clubs Mm -hmm. before it closed before they they couldn't do that anymore and it took me a while to figure out what that smell was because it was just familiar Mm -hmm. and then i real like later realized like oh i probably smelled like cigarettes a lot as a child Mm -hmm. and That was just how I smelled. And then... So, like, when that happened after going to clubs, it was just like, oh, it's that smell again. That's interesting. it was just, like, the smell of being outside sometimes. Well,
0: I remember one of my biggest, like, high school crushes smoked. And I remember, like, a few years, like, after I graduated, I worked at a library. And I was, like, walking around. and remember, like, smelling the smell. I think I talked about this before. And... I, I, I was like, oh, this this smells like that guy, and it was like some old man, but uh-huh. it was cigarette smoke, uh-huh. and it, that's what it was. It was like the smell of his cigarettes, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, that's really weird, yeah. And I, because I probably didn't realize that's what that smell was at the time, right? But yeah, I was like, oh, that's interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. But is yeah. there more letter?
1: No, that's that's uh, that's it. Okay. Other than saying like been saying he's gonna try and write more regularly, so it doesn't end up uh, uh, all of these episodes. Oh, are, that's
0: fine. Yeah. I like going. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it is fun. It's good to hear from you. It Thank is, you.
1: It is, it is. Um. Okay. And finally, I just have a tweet, a quick tweet okay. from uh, uh by the name of uh Salison Burden Tony on Twitter, uh who wrote just that down in the dumps best uh best roger tribute uh just finished the last uh episode two days ago and i felt uh, and then the crying emoji uh, like so- the the sobbing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Um, i
0: like your description of an emoji
1: i don't know I, I feel like there's one that's like like a little bit of tears
0: yeah and then there's like sobbing, sobbing puddle yeah, yeah thing and, and mm-hmm. sobbing puddle thing yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah and found your podcast Same. just in time so um i'm um, thank you for listening I yeah appreciate it uh and it's exciting, exciting to have a new person writing to us. I'm glad you enjoyed our tribute down the dump. It seems everybody is like into down the dump.
0: Oh well, now we got over the moon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's competing. Oh, man. It's like, what if, can you do, have two different shows that where you have a, a like a, like a love triangle, but it's spread across two different shows? Yes. Okay. Just asked and answered. All right. You just, you just can. Cool. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, get on it, NBC.
0: And also, or we Netflix. want a second season of The Slap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, want more of NBC's The Slap. We need it. Uh, all right. Anything else you wanted to say about this episode no. or this season? It's a season finale.
0: I know. I know. It doesn't feel like a season finale. Yeah. Well, it does because because I guess it like has a like I almost said a hangover. <laughs> I didn't run a cliffhanger. Yeah.
1: There might I have be a hangover. hangover. There might be.
0: I don't. <laughs> I did work 10 hours yesterday, though.
1: You got that work hangover.
0: I got brain fog. Yeah.
1: All right. In that case, then, with that, this has been episode 924 Moons Over Seattle. And this is TGI Arcade wishing you all good mental health.
0: Um, Just a reminder to everyone listening and all our future listeners and all our past listeners and all the people that have yet to find us I think I already covered that but I just want to make sure you're double covered and you know what if you crawl under your couch uh looking for that quarter you dropped you might also want to look behind the fridge because it could be there and you don't want to forget to look behind things Thank you.
1: Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Frasier Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm slow Motion Walter, just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening.
2: Good night, Seattle, we love you!